You're listening to the Smash Bros. Cast, episode 68. I'm your host, N64 Josh. My co-host and sparring partner is Nightcrawler. What's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? It's going good. It is going good. It has been it has been a week. Got a, got a little bit of Smash stuff going on. I'm excited for this episode. We got some uh, we got some fun stuff to talk about. But before we do, if you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com/sbc. There you can get something awesome like Console Wars or Ready Player One. Guys, the chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. If you go to n64josh.com/opc, you automatically save ten dollars at checkout. And if you'd like to support the content that I create, you can go to patreon.com/n64josh. With that, we're going to move on to the announcements. All right, so we still got a show going Mondays. So far, we're kind of having a hard time getting people to call in. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're going to just we're going to talk about it and see what happens. We're going to still keep trying to get two shows a week to come out, but we'll just, uh, you know, we're just going to kind of play it by ear and, and we're just, we're just navigating the waters here. So, um, if we can't get people to call in, we will make it more of a listener, uh, uh, focused like question show. And that's kind of what we'll generate that content with. So that'll be the, uh, the approach we take in the, in the very near future with that, uh, with that show, uh, or that, yeah, with that call in show. So, um, also very important smash bros cast tournament tomorrow, 4 PM Pacific standard time. You can go to N 64 josh.com slash smash tournament to sign up. It's going to be through, uh, smash.gg. Everything's going to run smoothly. You need to be checked in by four 30. If you're not checked in by four 30, I'm pretty sure you'll be DQ'd. So, um, it'll be right around, uh, um, just try to be there by four check in. I know some of you guys are trying to get back from work and stuff like that. So I left a little bit of a buffer there so we can, uh, we can get everybody, um, everybody playing. So there you go. It's time zones, man, time zones, you know, oh, yeah. time zones. Cause these, it, it kind of goes late and we already have 50 people signed up. So I think we had some people from, from Europe last time too. That was like super late for them. Right, 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 right. So, <laughs> Yeah, so we uh, we're we're I could probably use a handful of mods. So if you're familiar with Smash GG and you want to uh, you want to help work a little bit behind the scenes, hit me up because uh, a crawler's not gonna be able to make it tomorrow night. So it would probably be good if I had a few more a few more hands on deck. I'm talking with uh, AV and Peon from uh, Beyond the Meta Game. They're gonna help um, help get it started. So it. Uh, it's it's going to be a good time. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. And so we're doing, you know, again, this one's going to be smoother. I can feel it. I can yeah. feel it. And I mean, everything communication can happen in the app. Stage striking is still a thing. Uh, and then you guys both record your scores and the bracket auto updates and it, it should be very smooth. So, I mean, we shouldn't have to deal a ton with uh, kind of all the craziness in discord. Uh, so just make sure you kind of give yourself a little bit of time to familiarize yourself a little bit with with smash.gg and how it works. Uh, but it does come become pretty simple once you you get in there and see it. There is a there is a a tab um, that's different than like the reporting and, and the stage striking stuff that you can use. Or I think it might even be underneath that you can communicate so you can type out messages if you need to. Um, 
but yeah, it's all it's all right there and all easy to see. And then Josh will have his stream up. And are you playing this time or are you sitting? I am going to play. Yeah, I wasn't going to initially, but I am going to. So, yeah. So, I mean, the the tournament runs runs itself once it kind of gets going. And uh, I think I think you're going to be talking with AV a little bit about having Smash.gg kind of go through previous tournaments and any results that might be there and trying to seed the tournament a little bit. Correct. I was messing with a little bit today. Like you can you can you know, you can run a seed generator or whatever. So we'll see. We'll see what yep. we'll see what happens. I don't know how accurate it is because it really depends. It's, it's on how all many- it's all evolving. That's that's kind of the fun. I mean, this is this is our third third one, but second one on smash.gg. So it's yeah. it's coming along. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. I think I think I was in yesterday. I think I saw 47 people, I think, total signed up. Yeah, it's even more today. So um, so that's cool. All right. Well, hey, let's, uh, you know, we, let's talk about some tournament news here. All right, so Nimbus 2019. Guys, this is kind of cool. So I have a link to smash.gg here that you can you can click. Okay. So first place out of four four hundred and fifty-one matches reported. You have Rogue Light taken first. Okay. ESAM taken second. Salem taken third. Uh Mr. R taken fourth. Uh, Stroder taken fifth. Um ZD, which is uh I believe that's Zachary, from my understanding, or maybe not. No, it isn't. It, mm. Nope. It's it's sorry. His there was a Zachary is his is his actual name, Zachary D. So Z D and then uh Tweak and Pandarian was seventh. So there you go. There's your there's your results. Now I I included this link so that you guys can go check it out. There's a lot to this, right? There's a lot of stats here. Most used character used 28 times in this tournament. Fox. Second, Pikachu. Snake, 15, Krom, 12, Greninja, 5, keep on going here, Pokemon Trainer, 5, Wario, 3, Mario, 2, Wolf, 1, and Dr. Mario, 1. It's kind of, it's kind of interesting, a little, little, little interesting there, you know? Um, you can go through and see, like, a uh, number of upsets, right? So you've got Light versus Esam. Uh, Mr. R versus ZD. Um, number of uh, it's, it's win win rates of characters and and their matchup win rates, which is pretty cool. Yeah, you get to see like who like exactly. So like Fox's win rate was fifty four percent in twenty eight games reported, fifty percent against Pikachu, thirty eight percent against Crom eight games, sixty seven percent against Snake six games. Uh, Wario three games, 67% wolf one game. And then he didn't play Greninja, Mario, Pokemon trainer or Dr. Mario. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like all this data kind of gets like skewed just a little bit, depending on what pros are entering and, and all that kind kind of stuff. But it's, it's cool to kind of see the different matchups and stuff like Pikachu had a win rate of 65%, but Esam was also the number one seed of this tournament. I believe took second but played a lot of matches, played a lot of different matchups on his way through there probably. And, and it's Esam. So he's, he had a pretty good win rate coming in. Yeah. And there's, so there's, it's really, 
it's really quite detailed how much information you can get here. And I was really, really impressed by it. So I wanted to make sure that I, that I pointed it out. And like I said, the link is in the, in the show notes, which is n64josh.com slash SBC 68. Or if you're listening on your phone, just open the notes are right there and you can see all those links are, are right there for you as well. So, um, so pretty cool. Uh, did you get a chance to watch much of the, uh, Nimbus, uh, just a little bit because I mean, this kind of flew under our radar. I mean, there's so many big tournaments happening right now, but like the easiest way, if you guys want to, if we, if we miss it, cause sometimes we will, but like what I did tend to do on the weekends, if I'm, if I'm down here at my computer, I have Twitch open. And, um, if you aren't following a channel, uh, that maybe is broadcasting, uh, tournaments, but like VG bootcamp and, uh gg uh is it gg smash or just gg studio in my head i'm not sure something like that yeah but like if you're looking for the bigger tournaments just go to the browse on twitch and click follow follow or just click on uh smash ultimate and usually one of the top top two or three um channels on in the directory will be one of those tournaments and they they happen every weekend so you can click and, and find those. And like this one flew under our radar, but then like in the title of, of, of this, uh, of this tournament, they had featuring ESAM and MVD and all, all the, all the pros that were there. And so it kind of caught everyone's eye that, that I mean, for me, that's how I saw it this weekend. And I, I watched a little bit. Um, but also on Twitter, if you kind of just keep your ear to the ground on Twitter, you'll see different people reacting to different matches and stuff on Twitter. And I think one of the biggest things was, uh, Esam had a self-destruct early on, I think, in grand finals, and was able to kind of bring it back, but still ended up taking second. But it was is even pros kind of have, the, have those SD moments sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean <laughs> that seems like it's been my that's SDs have been my my week. It seems like honestly, and uh, but we'll get we'll get more into that later. This weekend you have Smash Summit going on today probably right now even is one V one randoms. And I'm not kidding you. It has been hilarious. Like I was, I was cracking up at, uh, um, Sam Sora and Nairo. Sam Sora. I mean, I can't, I don't even remember the, what it was like Mewtwo versus Sonic. And <laughs> I think, I don't even remember there, there was, I did see that matchup. I don't know if that was uh Leffen and, and Zachary. I don't, I don't remember, but <laughs> Oh no, it was, it was, uh, it was Marth and or Marth and Wolf or ah, I don't know. I don't know. There's too many of them. Just, it's all on random ones, one stock randoms. And it's, yeah. it's just complete chaos. Sam Sora just gets up and leaves. Wouldn't even shake Nairo's hand. <laughs> you know, it was all a big joke. Everybody was laughing. The comment, like Vicky Kitty was there. Um, TK breezy, a bunch, you know, a bunch of your, uh, your typical smash commentators were there. I think light was, was hanging out, um, doing some commentating as well. And, uh, they're all just having a good time. They're just, they're really, really just having a good time hanging out, playing smash. Um, were you saying this is like the eighth year that smash summit has gone on? It started with melee. I, th- I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we have that schedule available for you on the, uh, um, in the show notes as well. I'm going to just pull it up and give you guys an idea of what's going on. So, and they're, they're doing a little bit more than smash. Cause like in the evenings and stuff, they're, they're all staying in this, this, uh, the summit house that is in LA somewhere. And they they play games and stuff after after the kind of tournament stuff has died down for the day. 
And so they, they keep the stream going. I, I think it's almost 24 seven. I don't know if they actually put a stop to it, but so yeah, it's pretty crazy. Here's some of the different, uh, the different things that are going on. You have uh, random versus random that's happening right now. Okay. You have melee versus smash community crew battles, right? Which I'm curious. It looks like they're playing ultimate for that. Not, not melee. You have a squad strike crew battle. You have commentator crew battle, and then you have a VIP tournament. So uh, there's going to be a lot going on. It's just going to be a lot of fun. To me, this almost feels like the, uh, like the all-star game or the pro bowl of, of smash in a way. That's kind of the, the vibe I'm getting from this. Like um, there's, there's competition, but everybody's kind of there just to, to hang out and have fun, you know? And so, um, like I said, we have the link, a lot of it, there was like close to 30,000 people watching it on Twitch. So, um, and like literally chat was just cracking up at like specifically Sam Sora and, and Nairo, like they just, they, <laughs> cause there's so much friendly banter that's going on and trash talking. That's just like, um, it's just, it's pure gold. It's and this is, I mean, this is kind of the premier time to see zero fighting kind of all the other, other pros as well. Cause he's only been to that. Uh, one tournament in Florida that was the Smash Conference, I think, since Ultimate came out. So this is his like second second time out since Ultimate's been out that he's playing live against like really top tier players. Love it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. It'd be nice seeing him compete some more. Hopefully, we see a lot a lot more from him. Um, that's gonna kind of do it for tournament news. Of course, we'll have the results for you guys on that next week. But uh, we can jump on into the Smash news, which I'm just gonna be honest, guys. There's it's kind of slim pickings. All right. So Sakurai was actually in the news talking about the creation of ultimate and (laughs) this guy gets sick. Can't stop him. He gets sick. Doesn't take a day off. Oh no. Nope. And it, from the article I was reading, it looked like he might've had food poisoning or something going on with his stomach. The interviewer asked him, like, hey, did you so did you take time off? He's like, oh, no, I just got an IV and went back to work. <laughs> you know, like, no, and he, he might he might have just called the doctor over to the office and gotten an IV, like sitting at his desk. You never know. <laughs> How does one go about just getting an IV? Uh, hang on. I'm just going to go get an IV. No big deal. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know. The guy's crazy. Hopefully he's resting right now. Like we know Joker's coming. We should have. I'm assuming there's going to be some big smash news dropping in March. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, my, my thought process is that once we get through GDC, which is what in like two weeks. Yeah. Right? I think it's the weekend of the 18th. I think, I think Nintendo and Microsoft have probably their deal inked and it's kind of, we're, we're kind of just hammering out the details maybe. And I'm hoping that we get a, if not just a smash direct, if not a just smash centric direct where they focus, maybe 10, 50, like kind of how, how long did three houses get three houses got like 10 minutes of that 34 minute direct six. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe well, that was maybe double we, or triple what most things were getting. So, okay. Yeah. So maybe we get like 
they they did what makes me think is we're going to see a smash smash mentioned in direct form as opposed to what we got with like 2.0 is they said we want to tell you more about 3.0 later and i think they want to they want to be the ones to tell us and not just release patch notes patch notes were also super hard to find they were buried in like customer customer support pages on nintendo uh i had to find them through like a, a news article that linked it um when 2.0 came out so i'm hoping that 3.0 they maybe bring out some stuff maybe we get to see new features in 3.0 and so they want to show those off like maybe i i know we've been talking and people in the community have been talking that they want to see like home run derby come back a little bit with with the sandbag challenge um so maybe and and i think the arena you, you and i have had our conversations about that i think the arena could stand to see an overhaul a little bit and Dude, then, quick play needs a massive overhaul. Yeah. Like now that I've started, I would, to, I would love to go back to the, to the smash four thing where you, you are fighting a, a, a person. I get, I get that. I, I get that your character GSP determined, but anymore, it doesn't seem like it. Cause sometimes you can be almost a million points away. So I think roster GSP at this point has kind of been a bigger determiner for that. So just let's match up against a person and then you can possibly, if you want to stay in that matchup against that said person, you go back to the character select screen and you can change your, your character that might possibly be a better suit for, for that, that matchup. That's what I'd like to see. It's even a simple, even a simpler fix is just don't match me with anybody that doesn't have battlefield stage set up. Don't match me with people that have the smash ball turn on or items. Yeah. Like, or non battlefield stages because, and the strange thing is, is you fight somebody on your settings and then the next match you do on theirs and you're, I was on the Mario galaxy level. There's no, there's no way to fall off of that. Walk offs. Yeah. There's, you know, there's, there's smash balls. You know, I fought this, this 3.6 million Ness on. That's that's how they do it. They, they throw in those random things to try to, get people off their game and it, it tilts them the Metopia stage you know and oh that stage on regular is awful it's, it's just multi-tiered yeah it just, was it was just a joke and like you know and then then the teabagging that ha- like give us our taunts back like i would much rather see a taunt you know like i just yeah. i don't know i don't know but arena does it needs or i'm sorry quick play needs some it needs some love like that's it, i i hadn't been too bothered by it before because i hadn't but I mean, like last night I went, I played for a number of hours. And what happens is when those stages show up or the smash balls show up, things like that, I start to get frustrated. And then when I get frustrated, my, you know, my game plan kind of goes out the window. Autopilot kicks in. I'm not playing in the right state of mind. And what, uh, what, what more throws me off is when like I have it set on three stock. And when you randomly get like, I, I try to pay attention sometimes in that loading screen. But if you're not paying attention right off the bat and you don't even think to look at your your stocks down at the bottom, if you're fighting somebody that's doing two stock three minute, it that can throw you off completely just because uh, it's we they, did all they're banking on minute. is getting that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, the, yeah, going to sudden death or anything like that. That's just it's not fun. That's what happened with that, that I lost that nest match because they just ran down to the bottom and just kept hiding down there. And then would run back to the top. Well, once they got a stock ahead of me, they just avoided me the entire time. I'm like, how is this? F- this isn't fun. <laughs> like, 
even if yeah, I was they're, winning, they're, they're this just, isn't they're fun. They're just ESP farming at that point. And yeah, it's, like it's, they're they're yeah. they're missing the point. Like, uh, whatever. It needs it needs it needs to be be overhauled. You know, that's at least in in my opinion. It, it, there's just got to be a few things to get get it then, get it get it better. Get it better, yeah, and then just quality of life stuff for the arena. Yeah, definitely. Def- change the rule. Change the rule set without having to close the arena. Mm-hmm. Possibly be able to expand and contract number of players allowed in an arena. And then the biggest thing is change characters without losing your spot in line. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's the most annoying thing. Yeah, yeah. That that is that. It's such a just such bizarre choices, and I don't know. I don't know what the reason for it is. The arena. The arena was a really good move i think it's because uh, i mean that was that was exactly what we were looking for when we were when we were doing the show and we were doing it you uh games after the fact after the show every every week we were having to uh have four people in the lobby or whatever and then do you remember we would run off the side and we'd kill our three stocks off and mm-hmm. then if you wanted to spectate that's how you had to do it and it wasn't it first off wasn't a fair start of the match then and it also, I mean, if you're, if you're overly concerned about your stats, then that's throwing, skewing your stats a little bit as well. Right. Right. And it, it, so it's great now that there's a way to, to view, but there, there's obviously quality of life stuff that I, I hope they're listening to us. Yeah. And I wonder, I mean, there's obviously gotta be some reasons for their choices, but I, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a, a programmer, so I don't, I don't understand it all. But uh, with that, we're going to get into our talking points. I'm excited about this one. We might break this into two parts because there's a lot to, a lot to cover here. And uh, yeah, so let's, we'll jump into it. All right. So this, uh, this is, this was kind of funny. I had been thinking, you know, I want to do a kind of a deep dive into, uh, like character archetypes, things like that. And then, uh, you know, the different play styles, you know, rushdown, uh, spacer, things like that. Right. I was thinking that. And then somebody in the discord was like, Hey, can you guys talk about this stuff? Cause I'm kind of, I'm kind of confused on it. And so, uh, somebody posted an article and I want to make sure that like S so his, his name in discord is, uh, S P R X 97. So that's who posted it. But the article itself comes from smash And, uh, I do have a link to it so that, you know, you guys can check it out. Cause this isn't, we didn't, we didn't come up with this, right? This, this was going to be our focus, our topic. This is put together really, really well. So we're going to kind of use this as an outline, but I want to encourage you go check out the article for yourself. You know, it, uh, it, it's, it's really, really good. So it kind of breaks down, right? You, you've got, uh, they kind of break it down into three categories, uh, offensive, defensive, and flexible. Okay. And then within those, there's, there's kind of a lot, um, there's a lot to, uh, a lot to cover here. So we'll start with offensive. Okay. Um, offensive characters this is what the little article says here. Let's read a little, little snippet are the ones with better tools for approaching and chasing down opponents. They usually attack relentlessly without giving any breathing room. 
Okay. All right. This is this is my kind of play style, I think. <laughs> so the first uh the first category they get into is all like all rounder, right? So like real balanced characters that, you know, kind of jack of all trades, but master of none. And the character examples they give are Mario, Yoshi, Pit, Dark Pit, and Ryu. All right. And so what's what's interesting about this, the, the reason this topic is on my mind or I've been thinking about it is uh, I have been noticing I, I noticed. Uh, let, let's see. Let me let me let me back up a little bit. You guys might remember a few episodes ago, we had Antoine on to talk about Mario. And he messaged me earlier this week and was like, hey, let's do Mario dittos. And I was like, okay. And so we started the match and I kind of did my like, I'm moving, but kind of watching. Not really, not really jumping in. And he's all over me. He's all over me. And it literally like, like flipped a switch in my head. And I was like, oh, here we go. We're, I see how this is going to go down now. And I'm like, okay, let's just, let's just go for it. Now, he beat me by, by one stock in, in all the games we played. I don't think I, I don't think I took a game for that. I remember, but every game ended on the last stock at a high percent. It came down to whoever was going to get the last hit. He is a, he is a much more advanced player than I am. There's no, no question there. But what it showed me is like, wait a minute. I think I have, I have the ability now to start playing more like this without getting, uh, without getting too like too like just beat down, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't get punished for it as much. And so, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so this has been huge for my gameplay for this, this week. And I, and we'll, we'll get into it a little bit more in the, uh, in the, uh, uh, you know, our week with smash, but it's really, it's really helped. It's really helped just thinking about this. Like, okay, I can, I can, I can get aggressive and I don't have to like beat myself up about it. Right. Cause we, I mean, I know anybody that's listened to the show for a while. I talk about being too aggressive and then that being, that being a bad thing. Well, if, if you can, if you can do it correctly. And the other thing that I want, that I took away from this and I was watching some of the, the Mario gameplay. I think I talked about it last week or on Monday, I was watching some Mario gameplay from the Mario discord. And what I'm kind of noticing is that a, a good way to play Mario is to kind of go all in real in their face. And then pump the brakes a little bit. Now, when you approach, they're shielding automatically. Now you're getting a grab. You can kind of bait shields and stuff a little bit easier this way. And, uh, and then kind of really mix it up. So you can mix it up from being like super like rush down to kind of, you know, kind of just, just holding, holding back a little bit. And so, um, I, I don't, this, I'm, I'm excited to keep getting into this a little further, you know? I was almost going to suggest, yeah, that you could do that. It's it's great that you could just shift gears. It it might almost be advantageous to sometimes play a whole game like old, like old style, like your old kind of style a little bit. Hold back, charge flood off the beginning, look for your opening, find it, d- 
get that opening, go for like f- faint the faint the spikes a little bit, but get get that kind of play conditioned, and then especially for multiple game sets, like game two, come out and just rush at them and just take it to them, and then you could almost even shift gears throughout that match if they start if they start going to that shield after one but if you can get a quick stock right off the bat if they aren't ready for you just to to come rush down on them then then you can uh just play that advantage the rest of the game too yeah absolutely it really it really allows for um for the different types of offensive archetypes that we're talking about so you know we talked about all arounders right mario yoshi pit dark pit ryu they're real balanced they don't necessarily excel at any one thing. So getting like getting a kill may be a little more difficult, right? They, they, they may not excel at, at, at one thing, but do, then do you know about that or anything, Josh, I do. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, that's, that's kind of been my week trying to get that final kill. Rushdown is for fast characters that specialize in close range combat and juggling, right? For in your examples, you've got Fox, Sheik and Yoshi. Okay. And, and here's, what's kind of great is we're kind of discussing different characters. Some of these characters are going to fall into multiple categories. So that's really going to allow you to decide how you want to play. Right. And these aren't like, these rules aren't like set in stone. Like, Oh, you better play, you better play your character this way. No, this is kind of a, what I would consider like a foundation or like a fundamental for your character. And then, then you can expand on it. Right. Because, I mean, look with Mario, I could just spam fireballs all day long if I wanted to and really just try to space my opponent out and, and, and run and flood and play real defensively if, if I wanted to, but there are characters that that wouldn't be successful against like game and watch or, or, uh, Lucas or Ness, they could absorb fireballs, absorb it. Yeah. Yeah. Like anybody that benefits from you just spamming that fireball, then you need to, to mix it up. Uh, yes, for sure. For sure. The, uh, um, the point I'm trying to make is that you can, you don't have to just go, Oh, I guess I'm playing Yoshi. So I need to be rushed down. No, you don't. But I would say it's advantageous to learn this, right? Learn this and then be able to mix up and that's so here. So the other thing is uh pressurer is another one uh, characters that focus on close range combat um, usually exploit openings and weaknesses of their enemies quickly and punish them with high damage combos, leaving no room for reaction. Your examples are Pikachu, Peach, Roy and Kirby. And that's, I mean, next up you have a hit I and mean, you've played Roy. Would you say mm-hmm. that that, I mean, did you feel like you like how do you feel like you played Roy when you were playing him? Uh I mean I when I was searching for like true combos from from players more advanced than me it's it's harder to find true combos for Roy. Uh but one thing that a lot of people struggle to get out of if if you can get it going at the correct like if you have platforms at the correct level or something like that you can you can just fare them all the way across the stage and they have very, it, it might not be true. They might have opportunities to get out, but they have very small opportunities to get out if you're doing it correctly. So you can just fare, fare, fare across the stage and get them, get them off stage. And then that's where th- this game bread and butter is, is, is won and lost by how you control your opponent coming back to the stage. And Roy 
Roy, Lucina, Mart, like a lot of those Fire Emblem characters have really strong edge guard, uh, Bowser as well. Um, and if you can just fall off, not even burn a jump, so you have two getting back, if you can just fall off and fare them, they're, they're so far out, they aren't coming back. And that's just, <clears throat> you can just take advantage of how quick and how accurate those those uh, attacks can be that they they don't get a chance to breathe once you once you're able to land it next up they have hit and run this is a fast melee character they're selling getting in and out uh of their opponent's range um well they may not have many powerful attacks they uh with the few they have requiring good precision they are quick enough to keep their distance and approach as fast as they retreat punishing the mistake of their opponents you have captain falcon greninja and we fit trainer that fall into that category um, next, you have the mix-up, which is perform best at close range with a versatile moveset based on tactics and mind games to exploit, exploit their opponent's weaknesses. They sometimes have a mid-long-range projectiles that allow them to zone well and are generally more well-balanced than pressure characters. However, not uh, not the extent of to the extent of that all-rounder characters. Um, uh, you know, they can't really play. Uh, defensively um, and have much more obvious and exploitable weaknesses. So your examples here are Falco, um, Lucas and peach. So, and then they, they go on to, I mean, there's look, you got next, you have, you have zone breaker. Um, they kind of have a bit of everything combining rushdown and pressure, hit and run and mix up tactics. And they can quickly disrupt opponents with their high speed and combos. Uh, your examples are Sheik and zero suit Samus. Um, dominating character you know are similar to rushdown and pressure character with but with very high power and they have formidable speed and the uh um we're talking about roy and cloud in these two examples um then they go on they go on to uh footsies these characters excel at close range ground combat having uh superior priority and or speed on their attacks while on the ground they tend to be less uh combo oriented than rushdown characters but boast from their superior attack power uh can you, who do you think some of these characters are any guesses just off the top of your head you know <laughs> uh little mac comes to be the uh <clears throat> don't don't leave the ground character little mac ike Greninja and Ryu. Um, and then lastly, you have uh, glass cannon. These characters have some of the most powerful attacks in the game, but at the expense of having very low defensive capabilities, uh, they can dish out damage fast um, and often have superior range. However, uh, however, aside lower defenses, they also, um, they also some kind of there's see there's words missing in this because this is like I think this is kind of I think this is put together by by fans so I'm like trying to read this and not sound like I can't read and I'm like there's words missing here what, I got to try to fill in the read, blanks reading is not your strong suit Josh. well that's the joke anyway uh, anyway your examples here for glass cannons are Zelda and Mewtwo right Mewtwo so, seems kind of weird to be in that category because I feel like you have to. Mewtwo has to be like dead, dead to rights when you smash attack or something like that to get him off stage. Cause I feel like he comes back quite a bit. I mean, I don't know. Mewtwo seems maybe a little out of place in that category, but that could just be me. I mean, it finishing up what it says here to kind of, you know, it says, um, 
they may have some kind of heavily exploitable weakness, such as slow attack speed or low priority um, being easily outmatched by characters that can outperform them. So, I mean, I've seen some amazing Zelda play. I've seen some amazing Mewtwo play, but there are also characters that like kind of once you get a hold of them and kind of figure out their, you know, figure out what they're doing. They're, they're easy to really um, to punish, you know? So, Next up is the defensive archetype. All right. And the, the uh, again, you have a you have a number of things here. You've got you've got zoner. Um, they focus on controlling the stage, uh, mostly with tools and projectiles um, or melee attacks that outrange their opponent. Right. So characters like Samus, Link, King Dedede and Marth. Would you say wh- where do you think Corin fits? Because I don't see like they're not they're not including every single character. They're just giving yeah. some examples. I mean, reading their description of Zoner, she kind of fits in there a little bit. Um, she's got the long distance melee attacks, a little bit of the like her. She's got the projectile. Yeah, I mean, she's not as fast as she was in Smash Four, but I would say like hit and run a little bit as well, like. She's decent at juggling if she can get you up there and her reach is really far. If uh, I mean, it's but zoning, I definitely. It's not your traditional thought of zoning, but talk thinking about like outranging somebody. Dragon Fang can shoot across the the stage if it's fully charged. It can travel pretty much the entire length of the stage. It will. It, the, the shot does disappear after a while. Um, but forward smash can reach really far the the pike allows you to kind of have that lunge across the stage which is easily shielded i guess if they if they're playing it right but um it can offer mix-up opportunities with uh having the option to go left to right after you've you've put the pike in the ground um but then just like up tilt can go through most most platforms uh she can have that reach so yeah i mean i can definitely see that 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 zoner uh play style kind of being now now that i've seen that different description gotcha gotcha so keep going with defensive here we got we got bait and punish um usually projectile users that pressure their opponent to manipulate their behavior um alternatively they can also uh, be closer mid-range characters mid-range characters that can pick off opponents slowly from a safe distance um, exploiting their superior range to wear down and annoy their opponents and there are examples here bowser jr captain falcon and wario uh i would say mega man could probably fit into uh um probably fit into both of these i mean he's all about that the 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 projectiles right so mm-hmm. and and especially like you know you get somebody that's trying to jump over to get to you you know you're easily throwing up a back air to wall them out or moving towards them and hitting them with the up air and sending them <laughs> sending he's got them that, that uppercut right well he's got the uppercut but he's also got the tornado that flies above his head yeah. that can you know that depending on where it hits and where they are on the the stage you can actually get a kill with it uh from the top blast zone so you also have a uh, trapper usually also zoners with some bait and punish tactics. These characters are utterly um, defensive, tending to avoid opponents though, not always and lure them, uh, lure them with traps that put a, that put a lot of pressure. Uh, they tend to have a lot of uh, indirect options to constantly keep their opponents on their toes. 
Um, examples they give are Pac-Man and Robin. All right. Next up, we have uh, Turtle. Okay, so the last one was Trapper. This one's Turtle. Most of the time, these are zoners being super defensive characters that focus on wearing their opponents down completely by hitting them from afar with uh, indirect moves. They can also be hit-and-run characters in the fashion that they can poke opponents with projectiles, keeping a safe distance. Um, so I think this is this is kind of traditional what we think when we think zoners like toon link and and link and just constantly you you're always seeing something coming out of them i mean villager can have uh i mean he has the the what's the thing that he the gyroid yeah yeah the gyroid the 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 slingshot he's got the The uh, tree even i mean that just can completely block people it it prevents them from almost going to one side of the map yeah, you could uh, you could wall them out or force a jump with it. You know, I'd say snake could almost be in there too, maybe. For sure, yeah. Link, Samus, uh, Villager, Isabel, and Palutena. You know, Villager and Isabel. I mean, they're going to pocket stuff that's thrown at them, right? And in some cases, pocket things that the character needs, like King K. Rule. They can pocket the crown. Uh, next up, you have you have Keep Away, and those can be considered um, the hit and run of the defensive category. Um, with some traits from zoners, they excel at getting in and out of the opponent's space, not uh, excelling in damage, but being very annoying, uh, as in keeping opponents at bay without letting them act or react. And they have Samus and Sonic, and I would definitely add uh, Pichu to this um, to this list as well. It seems like like that uh, uh, that little character can be can be quite annoying. <laughs> uh next up you have stage control uh this is considered to be a combination of turtle zoner and trapper uh and they excel by keeping opponents at bay with a long uh, a large variety of long-range attacks um and they adapt to every single situation so here's where they put duck hunt mega man right okay i would say k rule in there yep yep yeah and then you have uh uh tag team also known as puppeteer that's going to be your ice climbers and your Rosalina and Luma. Um, and then uh, you've got, uh, you've got grappler, which uh, a large part of the, let's see, is usually a uh, grappling is usually a large part of their game um, with many being also bait and punish specialists. There's uh, there are no true grapplers in smash bros due to the different gameplay. Um, but what, what's interesting, the examples they have is donkey Kong, King Dedede, I would definitely say you got to put Incineroar in that mix, Mm -hmm. you know. And then alternatively, you have half grapplers, and they mention characters. um, Let's see. uh, They can also be fast characters that not only have many setups and combos from grabs, but also a good variety of moves to mix up their play. And they've got Luigi and Ness in that... uh, in that in that mix there so um so those that's your defensive your defensive archetypes and remember guys again i have the link for this you can go check it out and read all this stuff for yourself if you want to um if you if you want to get a little more uh, take a little deeper dive into it here and then next up we have flexible 
right? These characters can easily alter alternate between offensive and defensive gameplay as the situation demands. However, as they tend to incline towards another category, they are considered, uh, this can be considered a subcategory. This category also includes archetypes that are unique to single characters or that only fit in uh, Smash Bros. So dynamic. These characters are known for having a unique quirk or ability that affects their play strategy directly, right? You've got characters like Shulk, Olimar, you know, things like that. I mean, the Pikmin are pretty unique. <laughs> it's, and the, mon- the Mondo is, is definitely changes how Shulk plays. Right, right, right. Then you have, you have power um, exclusively to Lucario. Um, this can also, uh, this can also in a way relate to dynamic as it res- as it revolves on a unique quirk. This ref- refers to uh, Lucario's uniqueness of his aura mechanic, um, where he deals more damage, the higher his percentage percent is. And then uh, precision. Uh, these characters rely on a specific sweet spot in order to deal their full damage or have attacks that require pinpoint accuracy. If they hit with their sour spots, the attack power tends to be vastly inferior. And you've got Marth and Zelda as their as their examples there. So that's kind of a, just a just a quick overview of the uh, of the the different archetypes uh, within Smash. And uh, so I think we're gonna move we're gonna move now just into uh, just into our week and uh, how things have been going. So, crawler, how how's this last week been been for you? You got you got a sweet new controller. I did. I have my orange spice that I ordered off uh, eBay that came from Japan. I'll hold it up here if you guys are watching the the uh, the video. Um, played a little bit with it. It's it feels great. It's I mean it's original GameCube era controller, so it doesn't have the the weird quirk with the the bumpers kind of sticking into the plastic molding, I guess, on the, the new Smash controllers. Uh, shorter cord, but it is it's the it's the pretty spice color, and uh, I don't know. I, I need to do a little bit more research with it, I guess, to find out if it's a unique Japanese board or anything like that that we've kind of been talking about over the last couple of weeks. Um. But yeah, I've I, I kind of switched this week before like, after I ordered this, I kind of switched to my original GameCube controller that I had that was gray and I've been playing with that and I've been enjoying kind of the the response I've been getting a little bit more with that controller. So I'm I'm excited to have another one that is uh, GameCube original. Um, and yeah, I mean, I played I've jumped in a little bit. I think when you were streaming, I had uh, I don't remember what day it was. Maybe it was Monday. I had a really strong opening game against you. I think I three stocked you, um, but uh, I don't remember. You don't remember. You blacked out. <laughs> um, but then uh, this week, it's, uh, it's been a little up and down as well with, with GSP. Uh, uh, Josh and I were talking a little bit here before, before we went live, just the, the struggles with, with online quick play and all that kind of stuff. But I did hit, I mean, I, each week I feel like I I keep talking about my all time highest GSP. I I was knocking on the door of elite smash. I'm pretty positive this week. Uh, I was at like three, 7 million uh, GSP. Uh, I did have kind of a slide on, on like Wednesday night. I think I played a little bit, got 
looking back on it, I, when I was when I was thinking about it after I got done, is I went against kind of what had gotten me up to that point, and it was I I stopped playing patient. I got overly aggressive. I was forcing the issue. I was I was putting myself uh, in disadvantage to try to just get get whatever percentage damage I could. I wasn't holding back and making them make mistakes when I when I had advantage or the lead or anything like that. And it resulted in me sliding back down to like 2.9. I did kind of reevaluate how I was playing and I've climbed back up to like 3.3. I was at 3.4 before I had a a random force quit of the game and that locked me. I got a 30 minute timeout from the game, which was weird. But <laughs> Um, what's he it's for hacks yeah i'm hacking all your hacks yep (laughs) um but yeah i mean just on on the climb back up but uh i I think i also mentioned this last week or on on monday i don't remember which but like i've been having fun just messing around with uh game and watch is kind of my like warm-up if i'm if i'm not hopping into arena or anything I'm, i'm just going uh quick play with with uh game and watch my gsp with him was kind of down on the dumpster and i've I pulled it back up, but I've been also having fun. Like it, it, especially playing against some of those, those zoners we were talking about, like with the bucket now, not just absorbing energy. It, it reflects, uh, physical attacks, like the projectile physical attacks. So like arrows and stuff like that from link hmm. or, uh, the, the Holy cross or, uh, blade from the, mega man. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it can, you can reflect that stuff back. And a lot of them, I, I feel like a ton of people do not, understand the moveset and the potential that can come out of uh game and watch just because they haven't had the the matchup so i can get away with a lot of stuff i think originally well uh, you, you jumped into my to my stream yesterday and played them and so like the first few yeah. the first few like full hop fireball attacks i'm like oh i'm feeding him and so then I stopped and there were a few times that you were standing there with it open and I was like, oh, this is going to work out nicely. You know, like it was I was able to uh, you are so used. To, I mean, because I throw that fireball at Corin all the time because a lot of times it stops you dead in your tracks and you're like, oh, fireball, you know, where it's like, yep. oh, that's not going to work. That's not going to work with uh, yep. with with game watch. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of just been my my fun mess around like project a little bit. So it's it's kind of like I'm hopeful to try to get him back up in in like the two million something range here in a little bit but uh the the climb is slowly happening with corin i feel like i'm gonna hopefully get that breakthrough here in a little bit as long as elite kind of sticks around that 3.8 million which i think is kind of seems like the game has kind of settled out here this last like two or three weeks i think it's been been holding for a while kind of at that 3.8 we've saturated i think new players maybe maybe when joker comes out there'll be a lot of like playstation players that maybe want to get into it and that that's that's the great thing about the these dlc characters that are come we might see just a huge influx of of players that might not have bought a switch or wanted to play this game that that are intrigued now because of their main their main game characters coming to coming to smash it could definitely be a thing for sure. For sure. My week has been a lot of losses, a lot of losses. I went to my local lost every match I played. So, you know, we talked about that a little bit on, on Monday. That was super fun. Uh, but I just, I, you know, losses equal learning. Right. And so, um, I, 
I've been I've been on that GSP grind and I'm under a million a million right now. Like I've like lo- and I what I find myself doing is I SD um not intentionally of course, but I'll but I'll SD trying to go for bigger plays, right? I do want to let you guys know I have a montage coming out very soon with <laughs> there's I I've 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 done some stuff with Mario. I'm not even sure if it's going to be safe for work to be perfectly honest. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. But uh it uh it sucks losing, but it's been a lot of fun. It's been it's been a lot of fun just when the matches are good, you know. The uh the thing that that I'm the, the most frustrated by is that I'm losing I'm losing matches I know I shouldn't. You know, like I'm I I had a match against the King K rule in particular. Uh, first stock didn't even touch me. And then I ended up some of those heavyweights can hit you at such a low percent to get that kill. Rack up that damage real quick too. And I was like, how'd this happen? How, what happened in my game plan that like I started so strong and finished the way I did, you know? And so, uh, part of what's happening is what something I've been trying. Like I talked about, I played that match with Antoine and um, decided, you know what? I'm going to play far more aggressive. Well, it's, it's costing me some matches and the way I'm kind of looking at it is like, well, I need to, if this is something that I could master, right. If I can get this under control to where I play aggressively, but also very effectively, it's going to make me a much, a much better player, but I know there's going to be a, there's a road, there's a, there's a hill to climb here. Right. Like I'm not going to just be able to start being aggressive immediately and not uh, um, and not pay the price for it. Mm-hmm. One of the things that has helped me immensely. Is my out of shield options. OK, without realizing I did this up until this week. Most of the time. When somebody would attack my shield, instead of going for the maximum punish with a grab, some pummels, and then an up throw to start a combo or a down throw to a combo, I would jump. And a lot of times, not not all the time, but sometimes I would full hop. Now I have basically reset neutral and allowed them from their disadvantage state back to neutral without doing any damage. Okay, so this is an effective. If if they're out of range, I can nair, I can down down air, uh, and if my back is to them, I can immediately back air, right? And all three of these things come out so quick out of shield. Of course, you can up B, right? There's 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 so many options out of shield, but this was something that I it was like it, I wasn't realizing that I was doing. What I was trying to do is jump and then get a back air or get a move. And I was leaving too much that that window was too small and they could roll. They could, they could, they could block. They could get away. Now I'm, now I'm able to hit, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm punishing more regularly. And this is, this is, uh, this is really helping Uh plumber in chat. Just hit the exclamation point advice and Nightbot Let us know to just roll, uh, Quick shout out. The shirt is available and six, four, josh.com slash store. Um, (laughs) 
and you saw me playing yesterday and I talked about mm-hmm. it on stream. Did it seem like a little more aggressive play style than, than normal? Yeah, a little bit. Um, the, the one critique that I've, I've seen you maybe use as a bigger crutch now is, is down air mm-hmm. a little bit. Absolutely. No, it's totally a crutch at this point. Like, but at the same time, I'm also finding that it is a very good option. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a good option, but it still needs to be, uh, mixed up, you know? Yep. It still needs and to be I just, up. I haven't quite got the timing down of it all. Cause I was, when I was playing you, uh, I think I had one or two matches against you yesterday. I was dropping shield too quick and there was still a few remaining spins in that down air that I was getting hit by. Yeah. So it, but when when if if it gets predictable like that and and people are able to shield and they know the timing a little bit better than i do then that leads to you getting punished as well because i think that's one of mario's more short of up b i think that's probably one of the more lag filled kind of for at least for the air attacks it it needs to be crossed up it's no different than the back air or even the nair if you don't cross up meaning if you're not familiar with that term, meaning end up behind your opponent when you throw it. Here's the other, the beauty of the down air with Mario. And again, this is a lot of this is coming from watching other players. You can poke shield with down air and throw another one and get away quick enough without getting punished for it. So it it has its, it, it, that's one of the reasons you're seeing more of them come out because it's also like, Oh, if this didn't hit or I hit shield, I'm out with another one. Right. I can just hit jump and down air again. And now I'm floating the opposite direction away from away from any grab or away from any um, any any uh, attack. And so that's been that's been the other thing. It's just it's it's part of the movement and everything. And so I feel like, uh, like I said, I'm in that I'm kind of in the uh, you know, you got your peaks and valleys. I'm definitely in a valley right now, but I feel like I'm, I'm grinding something out that's going to help me improve in the long term versus like this almost being a little too patient, this the playing against that, that peach at the tournament really kind of like, I'm like, I feel like I'm standing here taking hits and that's not, that shouldn't be happening. So maybe I need to fight fire with fire. Now, some of this is going to be a matchup. Uh, like it's going to depend on the matchup. Do you mm-hmm. play super aggressive? If I play a Luigi, I can play pretty aggressively. And I don't have to worry about too much. But if I do this style against like a King K rule and they're throwing out their, um, their moves with like super armor and things like that. Now I've, now I'm in trouble, right? I've got to, I've got to, I got to, I got to kind of play back a little bit. And like, you know, what I'm really loving, honestly, is this week, like I'm loving my matchups with like, like Ness and Lucas and even King K rule, if I play a little more patiently, I can cape almost everything back. Uh, King DDD, I played today, and um, we literally just, I kept caping the Gordo. Like, he kept spitting it back at me. Finally, it hit him and got the kill. That'll be in the montage. Like, <laughs> it was it was pretty beautiful. I'm not going to lie. Uh, last night, though, I had something rare happened. You don't see very often. I footstooled a Squirtle on stage. On stage? You know what happens? Uh Uh-uh. They end up on their back and can't get up. They're stuck like just like a regular turtle 
on its shell <laughs> and it just sits there and like the arms and legs just just is that a time thing or are they able to stand back up eventually or do they have to change pokemon if they want to get up it's like a it's like if you, you get put to sleep by jigglypuff okay. kind of like you can get up but you got to really start mashing uh mashing out of it you know that's funny I, there's all i mean so i i wonder how many crazy footstool animations there are because if you uh, if you footstool piranha plant on stage, it snaps at you. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. So I wonder. I wonder how many unique animations there in there for because uh, you don't see a lot of on stage footstools very often. So yeah, I just happened. It was just one of those things. I was coming off the plat and they jumped underneath me, and so then I, you know. I got the I got the footstool that way, and yeah, they just end up on their backs. So um, overall, there's your, like, there's, there's your next YouTube video, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the unique animations, right? Exactly, exactly. But I mean, overall, like, I really had a I had a good time this week. Uh, I I did lose some matches. Um, I played against some of the really um, what I consider some of the top tier players uh, in our Discord, and uh, did better than I ever have you know? And so that's, that's pretty, that's pretty important for me. So, um, it's just a grind. And a a lot of it, what I'm finding, we've kind of mentioned this, but a lot of it is just time. It really is going to boil down to how, um, how much time you're going to put in, uh, to improve. And the time is going to help you learn matchups. You know, the other thing is I did dittos this week. I played everybody else's characters uh, for a while on Monday. I think that was Monday. And do you have anything that you I so on Monday we talked about pocket characters and that kind of stuff. Did you have any relevant revelations from from playing other characters? What anything maybe you'd want to try to pick up? Like as in a character I'd want to pick up? Mm-hmm. Not really, but I did feel like I had a pretty good understanding of what I needed to do with each character and ordered like kind of their bread and butter, you know, not that I was necessarily pulling it off perfectly, but I was like, okay, I, I, you know, I can kind of see the, the strengths and weaknesses here. And so we had some good matches. I did. I, Patrick Murphy and I went back and forth with the, with a DDD, just spitting Gordo back and forth, back and forth. And it was like, you know, at that point you're just laughing. Cause it's pretty, it's pretty funny, but um, yeah, no, no one in particular jumped out like, Oh, I want to play this character. But, uh, you know, my, my son and I will like, if we'll do our last match, we pick each other's characters and we did, uh, he made me play Wii fit trainer and I made him play game and watch, you know? And so that was kind of like jumping in with Wii fit trainer after playing against her a handful of times. It was like, okay, I kind of, you know, I have a, I feel like I have a decent understanding. So it, I feel like you don't only have to play the character to learn the matchup. If you play the game enough, you're going to kind of learn the matchup as well. Yeah. It just, it, it it just depends on how much time you have and how much time you want to invest in it. When I play against another Mario, I mean, I know exactly what I'm looking for. I know what's going to get punished that I may not necessarily know with other characters, you know, like I know certain things are like, Oh, there's landing lag with even just, even just hitting the ground without hitting your up air first. Right. So like, I'm going to, I'm going to be able to punish things like that or, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. So. Yeah. The biggest, the biggest thing against playing playing with different characters or whatever, even if you may know the bread and butter is just doing a quick kind of uh, like familiarizing yourself with what 
what is what is side B, what is down B, because you might you might know what what is what, and you might have a good guess as what is what. But like, I was thinking the other day is like I I played so little of Richter and Simon that I I'm not quite sure what is what. I think, uh, like down B might be axe, neutral B might be the the holy water and like forward B might be the the cross but I'm not quite positive but I know all those things come out from from their special moves so they're and I I know up B is the uppercut but like it's just a matter of like real quick if I were to hop in and play those characters I would do a quick like test a little bit just to make sure that sure. what is what I got you I got you Whew. we did it man it's been a show it's it's been one hour one hour where can people find you uh you guys can find me hanging out in the discord uh n64 slash discord uh like we said at the top of the show if you guys um want to be part of the call-in show that's where we do it but also if you if you guys want us to kind of shift and we can just have a few topics each week that we're talking about um in the uh the smash bros page on in the discord you guys can start putting some questions or topics or anything you want us to discuss something a little bit different than what we're going over here on the friday show uh, and we can we can kind of evaluate that and go from there. Uh, but you guys can also follow me on Twitter, Nightcrawler724, Nightcrawler out the E. Uh, also on Twitch, Nightcrawler724. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, all the places, N64Josh. Guys, every episode gets posted to Reddit as well. So if that's where you're at, you know, you can... Uh, um, you can find the you can find the show you can watch or listen right there you know whatever leave a comment if you spend more more of your time on reddit than any other like social platform um, we'd love to interact with you that way I try to check stuff as often as I can so um, so we are there of course the show notes for this episode n64josh.com slash SBC 68 I want to remind everybody we got the tournament happening tomorrow 4 p.m pacific standard time come hang out it's going to be a really good time um the music you're hearing right now is the metal melee theme you can go to n64josh.com slash metal melee to check that out if you'd like to get yourself a free book from audible go to audibletrial.com slash sbc the chair i'm sitting in from opc go to n64josh.com slash opc thank you guys so much for listening week in week in and week out we really appreciate it and we will see you in the next one bye now